Hi, I'm Ashley Stamatinos, five-time number one best-selling author and your host to The Rewire Show, where I'll be interviewing some of the best minds about how to rewire your sensitivities into your greatest strengths. If you like what you hear, please give us a five-star review, comment, and share with your friends. And please remember to visit ashleystamatinos.com for additional resources designed specifically with you in mind to strengthen your transformational journey. Thank you for spending time with me today. Now let's get to the show. Welcome to the Rewire Show. Thank you everyone for joining me. I am so grateful that you're here. I am here with Lale Hancock. Thank you for joining me, Lale. Oh my God, I'm so excited to be here with you. Mm, Oh my goodness, me too. I was so excited to reach out to Lale. And when I heard you said yes, I was like, oh, this is going to be juicy. I can't wait to talk about things with you. And here, I I have so many questions. But for those of you who are either listening or watching, if you don't already know Lale, let me share a little bit about her before we dive into this interview. So Lale is a conscious parent a seasoned executive and lifelong entrepreneur. She's committed in both her professional and personal life to inspiring and empowering others to recognize greater potential in themselves, their life, and their business. Lale boasts nearly 30 years experience in operational excellence, financial awareness and expansion, cultural change, and personal and corporate wellness. She has inspired and empowered hundreds of thousands of individuals, businesses, executives, families, athletes, and veterans, and believes that through the curiosity of questions and the use of pragmatic tools, every person can have wellness in all facets of their life and business. Lale and her husband, Peter, are ardent change agents and committed to benevolent capitalists. Capitalists. Uh, they're benevolent capitalists. I, I'm going to have to ask you about that because I've heard the word and I don't know much about it. So we're, I'm going to have to ask you about that too. And they also desire to bring global wellness tools and resources for growth in all aspects of people's lives and businesses to the forefront of everyone's awareness. So again, thank you for being here, Lale. Oh my God. Thank you. I can't wait to talk to you about that too. Oh my gosh. And so for all of you that are listening, our topic today, we we were just talking off camera a moment ago about what do we want to talk about? You know, because we were both really willing to just show up and see what energy, you know, was required at, at this time, in this moment and in the future. And the energy that came up was myths of making money. And and I told Lale, I said, oh my gosh, I just got like a rush of energy in my body from that. I said, that feels amazing. And I, and I feel like so many people are asking for that right now. So I'm, I'm really excited to dig into that. And I have a feeling, side note, that we'll kind of go in some other directions as well. <laughs> and, you know, okay, so I was going to start off asking you right, right away about myths, but let, let me back up just for a moment. And Lale, can you share a little bit more about you and your journey to getting here? Because I know you have a lot of experience, and I feel like what I just shared with the audience is just a tidbit. So could you share a little bit about you and your journey? Yeah, I think the one part about me, even if I was like three years old, five years old, or 30 or 40, whatever it is, it's always been my sense of curiosity. And I've always desired to be a contribution to others. I used to say I came on this planet just to help other people. Mm. And it really was. I just love people. And I loved knowing that I could give them one tool or I could just hug them and help make things better. And what I realized is that although like these journeys that I've taken along the way, like I used to want to be a doctor and I was in healthcare for a very long time. And I realized like what I actually like to do is empower people. I'd like it to be that whether it's in business, whether it's their personal lives, whether it's their health, that I would like to be there as a source to empower them to what they know. Like there's so much we each know without even taking a class, without going to school. And it's our personal knowing. It's those awareness. And I used to call it my gut instinct never is wrong. Mm -hmm. You know, if I actually trust my gut instinct, it would always guide me and take me to the places that really 
were more beneficial for me. And then six years ago, I found access consciousness or it found me. I'm not sure which one. Yeah. <laughs> and it started with a friend. I had met her at another um, event called Quantum Touch. Oh, sure. What I was doing back then was I had my own business. It's a management consulting um, company. And I was working with the corporate world. I was working with not-for-profits and my projects were so busy. I was so stressed. Yeah. He said, can I come gift you something for your birthday? Mm-hmm. And you know what? I had just sold my house in less than one day. I just bought a new house. Business is going. And of course, the first thing I'm going to say is yes. <laughs> Thank you. And she did. She came and she ended up... Um, doing this session for me called the access bars mm-hmm. and it's this I don't know I don't know I can't even call it just the most relaxing thing in the world because it's relaxing fun and exciting all in one okay. um so I didn't have to do anything I just had to lay down and she touched my head mm-hmm. <laughs> and she touched it in these di- different spots and all I could think the whole time was what is this yeah. and I have to tell the whole world about it wow And that was the start of, you know, I have learned 20, 20, 30 different tools, techniques prior to access, like things that were, you know, self-development, things that I learned that were hands-on techniques and stuff. But it was always about self-development. It was always about improving me, my health, my life. But then it was, how can I use these tools to empower others? How can I give it to them? So I was never interested in like becoming a practitioner of things or a facilitator of things but I just knew it was like these tools in my toolbox mm-hmm. and when I would see people and something was going on in the world I always knew which tool to pull out of my toolbox yeah but in the last six years it was different I just was like wow whatever this is like I've been asking for this forever the, the, immediately my stress went away I had clarity. I had relaxation in my body. I had a level of joy. I don't even know the last time I'd had it. And I'm a very happy, joyful person. Um, So it really was the start of it. And then I started to learn all these other tools and techniques within access. And now I travel around the world facilitating classes. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And I think a lot of the viewers have probably heard me talk about access bars and it's all over my feeds on social media. Get your bars run and people's hands on my head because like you, I love getting my bars run and I even taught my neighbor how to do the bars. I had her come to a class so we could swap like all the time. That was like smart woman you are. Right? I was like, now we can just walk two doors down. I mean, it's like perfect. So, and it sounds like, you know, so much of, of what you knew about yourself throughout since you were three years old, you said about, you know, being a gift to the world and being a contribution and helping others. You found that space to, to help you blossom and be able to do, you know, what you were meant to do kind of and beyond maybe. Yeah. And what I love is that it's not just the bars. It's all these different tools. It's about asking questions. It's about having pragmatic tools you can apply into your life right now. You don't have to wait till you leave your private session with me. You don't have to wait till you leave the class. Mm -hmm. It's immediate results if you're willing to allow it to be. Mm -hmm. Um, And what I love is I get to use it with the corporates that I work with, with the not-for-profits, with the governments that I work with. It's not limited to, you know, a spa that you might go to and just have a relaxing. There's tools for joy business, right riches for you, right body for you, being you, conscious parent, conscious kids, conscious words. There's so many different specialties within it Mm -hmm. that you get to choose what's of interest for you and what part of your life would you like to see different? Amazing. Amazing. Um, So I would love to uh, go into the myths of money in one moment. And before that, I want to back up just for a moment. You had said something that really um, uh, made me very curious about it. You had said that you almost, you know, your, your gut instinct was never wrong. And I find that a lot of the feedback I get from the viewers is that, they have an intuitive sense and they don't trust it. So can you speak to them just a little bit about that? 
Yeah, it's funny. I used to say my gut instinct, if I would have listened to it, mm-hmm. would have never led me down this path, if that makes sense. So like yeah. for me, I used to focus it literally in my gut. Like when, um, it, whether it was business or it was a relationship or a family situation, like there was always this sensitivity that I had that if something was like, don't go down the street or don't do this, it really was like a knot in my stomach. Okay. And that was the way my body would talk to me. Now your body may talk to you very differently. Mm-hmm. And in access, we actually call it the light and heavy tool. Because mm-hmm. all of us, you know, when, when something is like expansive for our lives, where it just feels good and it resonates with you and your body, mm-hmm. you usually have more of this light, airy, fairy, not so much airy, fairy, but like it's a more light, expansive energy. Totally. And then when something doesn't resonate for you, it could be, you know, for me, it's in my stomach. Some people, it's other parts of their bodies, but it literally is like a knot in my stomach. Mm-hmm. And the more I got to really ask questions, I realized now what might be heavy for me is because it doesn't resonate for me, but it may not be heavy for you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But that's the way you get to start the communication with your body. You know, some people do muscle testing. That's a great way of starting the communication with your body. Mm-hmm. And I would even do it with like, hey, body, do you want to eat this fruit today or whatever? Like I started where I would do just these silly things that it didn't matter what the answer was, right? Yeah. But most of us, we grew up where you had to have the right answer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You had to get it right. And so it was always this doubt mm-hmm. that, okay, is this my gut instinct or is this my gut instinct, you know? Mm-hmm. And even like a person, if I would meet someone and I just had this almost like a weird feeling about them mm-hmm. and I'd be like, no, cause I, I like everybody, you know, I like, okay, until you do something to me, you're fine. Right. Yes. And I realized with situations that always that first impression I had mm-hmm. was usually my last impression of them as well. So That's it really right. was my gun instinct or now I could call it my awareness yes. was actually giving me information. Um, so I'm not sure if that helps, but it's almost well, yeah. building of a muscle, you know? Yeah, absolutely. I totally agree with you. And then, you know, so, um, so I'm wondering too, does, does, the myths of money, how, how can you uh, draw in that awareness that you're talking about, that body awareness that you just spoke so elegantly about? I mean, so how can you utilize that, that tool, that pragmatic tool with money? Oh my God, there's so many ways. Right? I love, I love. Okay, first of all, our magical bodies give us so much information, okay? You may not realize it, but like, other than getting up in the morning is not the only time your body's talking to you. Mm-hmm. Now, most of us say, okay, I know when I have to go to the bathroom, like that's my body talking to me, mm-hmm. but your body actually gives you information about money, business opportunities, people that are going to be generative in your life and not so much. It will tell you information about the weather It'll give like there's so many things that your body can actually give you information if you're willing to receive it. And for me, one of the things about money is my dad was a CEO, and he we used to call him the workaholic. Um, back then there was no cell phones, you know, so he could actually be at work, and then when he left work, he could be at home. Mm-hmm. Um, but I learned you have to work hard to make money. Mm-hmm. That's actually one of my myths, you yeah. know. Now. I realized for me, working was never work. Mm -hmm. It was always fun. And yes, still today, there are days I do 16, 17 hours a day, Mm -hmm. but I'm enjoying what I'm doing. I love it. I'm in this energy. I'm creating. I'm an entrepreneur. So my hands and feet are in a lot of different things around the world, but it's from a different space of desiring to do versus I have to do versus it's just to check off a box, you know? Mm -hmm. So any of you guys, what was it you learned from your family, your teachers, society 
about the ways that you can make money and whatever it is, would you be willing for a period of time, like try it for three days. Three days is usually a good to kind of test things out. See, if money wasn't hard for me to have or whatever that is for you, right? Mm -hmm. What possibilities are here for me to make money that I haven't considered yet? Mm -hmm. And it's not about trying to figure it out, but let your body, let you get some awareness, information, ideas that will pop of things you haven't even considered that you can make money with. Absolutely. And so does this create a, a, a very different, does your, I, I almost, I almost want to ask you, does your business look really different because of this? But it's almost like, is your business functioning differently or like, I, I, you know, I think you get the energy of my question here, but. So everything has consciousness. Mm -hmm. okay? Like when you write a book, it is the, this book wants to come alive and that consciousness is playing with you and you get to write it. Your business is the same way. Your business actually, when you first said, I want to work here or I'm going to, you know, start my own company, whatever it is, there's an idea that popped. That was you with the consciousness of something that wanted to come alive yeah. and bringing it alive. Mm -hmm. I think the other myth is that people always say they have to do everything in their business. Mm -hmm. That's actually a myth. Your business actually desires to create with you and desires to pull in clients for you. Who did you hear that everyone? Myth number two. <laughs> Press replay, listen again, because this is, this is one that could really change a lot. Right? Okay, so can we dig a little deeper into that? Because that's awesome. Yes, because see, okay, when you think you are the sole source of your business, you don't allow your business to contribute, you don't allow others to contribute, but you also don't allow the energies of the universe to contribute either. Mm -hmm. You're saying it's all about me and I have to do it all. Mm -hmm. But if every day you're willing to ask your business questions, the first thing I say, and I know this one's going to sound really crazy, but try to erase yesterday. Okay. Okay. Because what happens is we carry yesterday into what went wrong. Even when things went right, there's a lot of energy that goes into yesterday. Yeah. But today you want to start off fresh. So every day, first things first, say, oh, I destroy it and create my business. Mm -hmm. Now it's not really destroying it, but what you're doing is you're taking away all the energies of what you're saying your business has to be or not be. Right. And then you open the doors for it to be whatever it desires to be today. Mm -hmm. So if you That's need, true. yeah. So all of us have a name for our business because legally to set it up, you have to mm -hmm. stop calling it my business. Oh, because guess what? Who the my is who has to do all the work. Oh, I've never heard that one before. I like that. So when you say, for example, I have two businesses, Global Wellness for All and Bella Pima. And Global Wellness for All. So let's say I start with that one. Okay. So every day I'm like, I just turn and create everything I ever said you had to be what you are. Anything from yesterday or any other time, I'm just going to destroy and create it all. Okay. And then I say, what would you like to be today? Mm -hmm. Who would you like to add to you today? Who or what would you like to add to you today? Because see, that means it could be a system, it could be clients, it could be employees, it could be just a, someone fun to come run your bars. It could be anybody or anything. And you won't know, okay, now, the key to all of this is don't have the answers figured out when you ask a question, right? Because mm -hmm. when you go for results, you have to take the abundance of what the universe is giving you infinite possibilities, and you have to shrink it to the smallest, teeniest, tiniest thing possible to have it match the results in your head. So it's usually going to be even greater if you're allowing it, right. you know? But when you say that, you say, okay, who would you like to 
come play with you today? Who would you like to add to you today? You get the idea, call your aunt. It makes no sense. And most of us are like, I don't have time to call my aunt. I have to work. I have to go get me clients. (laughs) (laughs) But what would that create if I called my aunt? Maybe something more. There's a reason the energy of the business is guiding you to call your aunt. And I did this. That's why I use my aunt as an example. There was a day I was asking my business this question. I can't remember who I was trying to get to or like a kind of, I don't know. There was somebody I was trying to get to. And then I literally said in my head, oh, I don't have time to call my aunt. I actually need to figure out the best way to get to this person or this whatever I was looking for. And then I was like, wait a second. No, that was the business just talking to me. So I called my aunt and we chitter chatted for like two seconds. And then I said to her, hey, I'm looking for blah, 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 blah. Do you know somebody who does that? And she was like, yes. And then the conversation went a totally different direction. And then she introduced me to them. But I would have never imagined my aunt would even know anything about what I was calling about. Mm-hmm. You don't know. And it might be that it's not at someone you know. It's just asking you to go surf on the web. Love it. Now, so you have to try it though. The business has its own consciousness. Is that what you're asking? Yeah. Yeah. You're asking the consciousness to contribute to you because yeah. it wants to. You know, um, most people like I love talking to entrepreneurs because I've been an entrepreneur my whole life. And Most of them think like, oh, I have to have all the money before I start my own business, or I have to do A through Z. Like there's all these rules and regulations. Well, what if that's one way you can look at it? What if in reality, it all it takes is your willingness to have that excitement about something Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and start talking to it? And would you be willing to ask the business to create the money for you? To bring you the people that can help you create it easily? Yes. Where do you need to go to have it be that you get to set it up easily? Like if you're willing to ask, Mm -hmm. there's so much your business can contribute to you. So such a a flood of awareness is coming to me. And so, okay, so what if your business isn't making the money that you desire? What Mm -hmm. kind of questions or what kind of curiosity can you be in what, what can be done in that space if you're like, this is as much as I can make, but I need more. Or, or if you're in that space, if it's not as much as you desire, it's not really working out. What do you do in that space? What you think you will create in your life and in your business. So if you think I cannot make money beyond what I'm making, you will kill all the possibilities that allow you to make more money. Did you hear that? (laughs) (laughs) Uh Now, here's the deal. Never judge your business. If you're judging your bank account or you're judging your business, what are you doing? You're actually killing any way it can create. So instead, gratitude, gratitude, gratitude. When you are in gratitude, judgment cannot even coexist. Right, right. So you start with where you are. Oh my God, business. Now remember, don't call it my business. Give it its name. Global Wellness for All. What would you like to do today? Who would you like to add to your life and living today? What, what, what? Always give it its name because then now you gave it a job to go get your money. But start with knowing this is the myth. Most people think they can make more money not knowing what their expenses and their income currently is. Right. And they're afraid to look at it, right? Yes, but if you if you do not have financial awareness, it's going to be very hard to add more to it at the level it can create. Okay. So the first thing you got to do is okay. It doesn't matter where I am. I just need to know the truth for me. Nobody else needs to know. This is just your information. Okay. How much money are you spending every month? Mm-hmm. And then look at where's my income coming from and every penny that you're bringing in, add that in, okay? Mm -hmm. Now, this is your starting point. Then you add in, 
what are things I'd like to add to my life today? Or what are things I'd like to add to the business, right? If you want a vacation, if there's classes and courses you want to take, if there's, you know, jewelry you want to buy, whatever it is, add it to that expense pile, okay? But add another 25% on top of that. Because what you don't know is you're going based on your expense of today, This is going to change as every day your financial awareness and your financial reality will change. Same thing with income. You would be so surprised to see you actually are probably making more money than you realize. Most people who are avoiding seeing are actually making more money, but they're spending more money. Oh, sure, sure. But if you know what you're getting, be grateful for the expenses, be grateful for the income and ask for more. So it, let's say just keeping things totally simple. You have a thousand dollars you're bringing in and your expenses are, I don't know, $900, whatever. I'm totally making it up. Okay. (laughs) Now, if your expenses are $900, don't ask for $900. Yeah. Okay. You're going to have to be like, okay, I am creating for now and the future for me. Mm-hmm. Ask for 5,000, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. ask for 10,000. Not so much that it's so outside your realm of like believing it though, mm-hmm. that you kill the possibility in getting it, Absolutely. okay? But you wanna ask for more. Now you're gonna say it as easy as this. What is it gonna take for me to add to my monthly income. Amazing. Because you're adding to your life. Mm -hmm. Okay? Now, money is funny. Money is energy. Mm -hmm. Think about the days where you were so happy. You just, not even happy is not the word. When you had so much joy in your life, did you ever worry about money? No, not at all. Not in those spaces of joy. Think of you as a five-year-old. How much fun did you have and how much did money just kind of keep coming into your life? Yeah. (laughs) Totally. Okay. What if you could be that excited again? Somewhere along the way, we went in from our world of money to other people's worlds of money and we're creating it like them. So everything you've bought as your money problem, as the way that you're allowed to have money, not have money, all the points of views that have been projected onto you by society, your teachers, your employer, would you let all of that go? Instead, what are ways that you can utilize your gifts and talents and generating, creating, and actualizing more in your life. Yes, yes. That's and anything that doesn't allow it, let it go. Yes. Because it is. Yeah, because, um, you know, most people think it's their current job is the only source of income that they have. Yes. And even that, they're like, I, I don't, I can't make more. Just my job won't allow me to. But by you saying that, mm-hmm. you stop that money flow from coming. Absolutely. You know, and money is at the same frequency energetically as joy, as laughter, as excitement, you know, exuding that excitement actually brings more money. So what are things you enjoy doing? What are things you enjoy being? And the more you're willing to be it, the money comes and follows. Yes. Lale, I was just, I keep thinking about this moment within my entrepreneurial journey. And now, do you, do, do you and your husband, are you, are you both entrepreneurs, Peter? Okay. So my husband and I are both entrepreneurs as well. So we both, you know, sit at our home office and work together. And I remember when we started getting much bigger tax bills, and I would tell him, I'm so grateful. I'm excited to pay this. And he was like, what? <laughs> and I was like, because we made more money, so we're getting taxed more. Like, I'm excited, and I'm grateful for this bill. And he's like, okay. <laughs> tell me what just happened there. He's like, because I'd like to be like that, because 
he basically went into like shock seeing it. And I was like, no, this is great. Like I'm, ex I'm just, this is fantastic. And I wonder how much bigger it can be. Like he's like, oh my gosh, that is such a different way of being with bills, right? So can you talk a little bit about that? I bet you've had some like strange moments like that too. <laughs> yeah. Um, Peter's an entrepreneur, but he works for uh, large organizations usually. So okay. him, he thinks some of the stuff that I do is so crazy and so out there, but he loves it because it benefits him. <laughs> um, but it is, it's like, like I said earlier, when you, when you are grateful for something, mm -hmm. you're actually exuding this level of just conscious energy. You are that level of gratitude is actually what excites your body as well. So it's just this like feel good moment because you're actually being you. Okay. You're being you and you're being in communion with the whole world. Um, when we go into judgment, that's actually when it doesn't feel good and those tight feelings come in. And that's usually when you're not being you, that's when you're being something else or someone else. Okay. Um, and so, gratitude, what you do is you're then saying, thank you universe. I'm so grateful for what I have. And now I will have more. Mm. Okay. And I love that you just said, I'll have more instead of I want more. Can you talk about that for a moment? Yeah. So want, if you look back in the dictionaries prior to 1946 the definition of things used to be very different mm -hmm. and want has 27 definitions of lack mm. so when you say i want something you're actually saying i lack something so when you say i want money it means you don't have money <laughs> so here give me less, give me less money so instead, I'm going to just play with you guys a little bit. If you say 10 times, I don't want money, 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 I don't want money. I don't know if I said it 10 times, but okay, just curious. How do you feel? How does your body feel when I say I feel that? bubbly giggly. I can't even say it without laughing. Right? <laughs> because here's what you just said. I don't lack money. I don't lack money. And your body said, yeah, we don't lack money. We don't <laughs> lack money. And you exude, you are not in a lack. And this world is abundant. Do you know that there is more money than any one, like if all 7 billion people were to spend all this money, there's still money. Okay. Our world is not made of lack. We act like it is. So what so, is the point of view that we are like buying from people? Why, why do we get into that place that we feel like there's not enough to go around? I mean, we buy a lot of stuff. Think about it. There's some point, I don't know when, maybe we became teenagers. There's something where we literally lost our way of believing that the world is abundant. Got it. And I think we get it from our parents who got it from somebody else who got it from somebody else. And it's this like generational thing. Yeah. But until then, we don't make it real. Yes. Kids don't care. Like, it, like, hmm. kids can be happy playing with pots and pans. They don't need real toys, right? Yes. Okay. We're still in our curious, we can make anything work stage when we're younger, okay? So somewhere we switch it. Now, most parents don't teach financial awareness to their kids. They don't. Most don't talk about it. It's the hidden secret in the world. My dad was the opposite. He talked to me about business. I was seven years old and we were talking strategies about like who, what he was going to do for business and like all this stuff with it. Yeah. I mean, I had a very different father. He was awesome. He was awesome. But I get most of us aren't. And so one of the things I did with my kids um, that are 22 now is the first thing is having them understand that, you know what, money 
is not just cash. Did you know that? <laughs> Most people think money and they think of cash. Yes. No, cash is one form of money. Yeah. Okay. So that alone lets people look at it from a different perspective. The other thing is when you receive any money, okay, you get a dollar from someone. Mm -hmm. There's an energy of having when you don't spend it all. So anything as entrepreneurs are listening or anyone in, who's not an entrepreneur, but they probably are, they just haven't identified themselves to be. <laughs> For every dollar that you bring in, Take 10% of that and put it away. And not put away so you can use it for your bills. This is about the honoring of you. And I do it for my businesses too. Like each one of my businesses has its own. It's called the 10% account. Mm -hmm. And what it does is it starts to change your frequency about money. Yeah. And I, when I started my business, gosh, now it's eight years ago. Nine years ago, oh my goodness, this year, my business is going to be nine years old. Um, I, said, I said that the first 10% of every dollar I bring in is going to go to charity. And God, it felt so good. I did. I did that for so long until I gained access and I learned about the 10% account. And I realized before you pay the bills, before you pay the charities, honor you and pay you. And you start to let the universe know you're important. Not to the universe, because you always are, but to you. And when you pay you first instead of your bills, you don't get more bills. But if you pay your bills before you pay you, you get more bills. Now, I want to insert a question into there, because as I'm listening, it, it seems to me like part of what you're offering here is sharing about how when you're willing to create an account, it's actually receiving, you know? And so I'm wondering if you could speak a little about how does it change your money flow when you're willing to open up your capacity to receive, like having that account and receiving for you, how does that change your money flow? So <laughs> it's a big question. Sorry. So <laughs> actually there's a book. <laughs> Um, Gary Douglas, who's the founder of Axis, wrote a book, Money is Not the Problem, You Are. Because <laughs> money is abundant. Money is everywhere. But it is. It's your point of view about it. And one of the points of views we have that we learned very young is that it's about giving. Okay? But the world is not about giving. It's about gifting and receiving. Yes. So one of the things that we tend not to do very well is like someone gives you a compliment. What's the first thing you would say? Not now, but what did you used to say? Uh, thank you. Or but before you said thank you, did you oh. ever say, oh, no, 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 no. Thank oh, me? you. Great. So it's very possible I was taught to say that. <laughs> no. But, but we were taught don't receive. If yeah. someone wanted to pay you, they said, no, 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 no. Don't That's take their true. money. We learned not to receive. That's true. Unless we were receiving judgment. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's so true. Huh. So the whole thing with the bars and the whole thing with asking questions is about letting go of all these points of views, whether they're yours or somebody helped you learn them, but to let you choose, remember that gut instinct? Remember the awareness? To allow you to actually choose based on what's gonna work for you, what's right for you. And so yes, it is about receiving and it is one of the ways to not just receive, but to also receive the abundance of the universe. Mm -hmm. And when you feel good, you know, you're like, mm, I feel good. Notice how much more money comes into your life. Yeah. But when you're like, oh, I'm not sure about this. I probably am not very good at this or whatever. You will attract 
what that energy is that you're exuding out. And that's not money. Money only plays in the frequency at the highest level of where joy and other things are. So the more you're sad, the more you're upset, the more you're in the lack, know you're in the lower harmonic frequencies, mm -hmm. the more you're joyful, grateful, gratitude is there, baby. If you can be grateful and say, bank account, I'm so grateful for you. Now, today, what can we bring to you? What can we pull into you? You'll it realize can. it can. Totally. It feels like you're debunking so many myths and we're not even calling them out necessarily. So those of you who are listening and watching, you know, you might want to watch this maybe three or five times because what I just heard was, you know, some people in their heads might be saying, but money will make me happy. And you're saying the exact opposite. It's like, be happy and that attracts money. Yeah. It's like, there are myths all over the place that we, we might not have realized that we're really buying as real and they're actually holding us back from truly receiving abundance financially or receiving that energy of, of financial wellness. And, and, oh, you know what? So, okay, so we're already kind of, you know, getting towards the end here, but I really wanted to ask, ask you about benevolent capitalism. Would you share a little bit about that? Because let's kind of like get that in while I still have you because I'm so curious. Yeah. So benevolent capitalism was started by Gary Douglas, um, Dr. Dane here, Chetissa Bowman, and Stephen Bowman. And the whole concept is that we look at capitalism as who's going to screw who, <laughs> you know, who's going to get the most amount of money. And it's all about me kind of mentality, but it was never started that way. And so they brought up the definition of benevolent and benevolent was never meant to be just charity, but it was to be what benefits everyone. Okay. Capitalism was meant to be the exchange of goods. So somebody would give you their cow for whatever you provided in return for that cow. And since cows were so hard to carry in your pocket, you right. know, um, capitalism really was built more from the concept of how do we have this trading happening in an easy way? And I wanna say now, maybe it was four years ago, the first benevolent capitalism event took place in Australia. Okay. And um, it brought people from all around the world. And for us to look at what can we be? What can we do different? And we had lawyers there and me from management consulting. We had doctors. We had um, architects and interior design. We had all sorts of people from all around the world that united to be, what can we be to be a difference in this world? Mm -hmm. And so businesses, it's about that. It's not just how can I you know, go into competition and win this business. It's not about from that perspective. It's like... What can you create in your own personal life that allows you to create something that benefits you, but also benefits the world? That's not here to harm the earth, but yet allows all of us to win. Mm -hmm. And um, you have to apply it in your own life before you start putting in a business because it's this is a different concept. It's not like you just go tell someone, if you do A, B, and C, you're benevolent capitalist. No. Right. It's not about not making money. It's about making money, but also not doing it in the harm of others. Mm -hmm. And I apply that in every part of my life. There's people that by me adding them to my project, their whole world has just expanded. And I also share tools with them. I share things that would allow them, if they chose it, to expand their life and living too. It's not about me like, oh, I have all the information, I'm going to hold it to myself either. But it's about a different way that you want to be so that you can create the kind of world that's different as well. Um, yeah. And then we did it again last year in Venice. So it was in Italy last year and all of us came from around the world. And once again, it's about asking questions and not assuming that what you have in your head is actually what's going to create greater. Amazing. I love that that is created to not only create a space for us to come together and learn more about it, but also to help people who are just curious about it and don't know what to do with it or where to take it or how to be with that energy. They desire it, but now there's a space to actually 
learn more about it and really lean into it. So that's, that's great. And I, I'm sure that that's just the tip of the iceberg again. I feel like so much that we've chatted about is like the tip of the depth of, you know, but so thank you for sharing that because I was really curious about that. I didn't know. Now, there that. is a benevolent capitalist um, book and it's beautiful, beautiful book. It even has like lots of pictures and stuff in it too. And then there's also a website and an app. So if people are curious and like to know more, yeah, it is. And it, once again, it's about, it's starting for you to be the conscious leader of your life and living. And then what inspiration you can be for others that may also desire to create something greater in the planet. Yeah, and it also, it just ties back so nicely to the beginning of this conversation where you had talked about what you truly desire is to really empower people to know what they know. And that seems like what this, you know, benevolent capitalism and really all that you've shared, it is all so empowering. I have noticed that my reaction, my response, my awareness has expanded with everything you've shared. And it feels like I can breathe better. Like, oh, that is spacious to me. That allows me more room to grow and move around and be more me without the restrictions and judgments. So I thank you so much for sharing all of that. And it feels so expansive. It is so expansive. So it all ties in so nicely with everything you've shared. It's lovely. Um, amazing. So as we're finishing up, I would like to ask you in a moment, you know, to share with the viewers how to stay in touch with you. And before that, could you please share a word of encouragement or just some, something that you'd like to share with the viewers who might be struggling or feeling low self-worth right now? You know, one of the things that I can share is what if you are such a gift to this world? Every one of us is different and that's the uniqueness and that's the gift that we bring to the world. And there's different things that you do really well and you know it. And there's other things that, you know what, you might think you don't do very well, but probably you do it better than you realize. Mm -hmm. And I can say is that the minute that you even think there's anything wrong, just know that you're just even brighter than 99% of the people on the world. <laughs> and what if, there is no problems and everything can be a possibility. So one of the ways to turn things around is what if you would look at it as a molecule that you could change 180 degrees, everything that is going on right now, what if it's just, you're very, very aware. Cause that was something that really helped me realize like, wow, the moments that I did feel like really overwhelmed and things weren't going my way. I just realized how much I was in other people's worlds instead of my own. And by looking at the molecule and just saying, okay, if for a moment I was willing to be grateful for whatever it is I think is a problem, and I just flipped it and said, what if it wasn't a problem anymore? 180 degrees. What if it's now a possibility? What can I choose now? See, what you and your body end up sharing with each other, because usually other ideas come up, even if moments you feel like there's no hope and there's no way, you don't even know where to start, you'll get an idea. You'll get an awareness of something that guides you. Thank you for that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Amazing. So Lale, for all of the listeners and viewers, because this is on multiple platforms, um, for anyone who's here with us today, how can they stay in touch with you? How can they take the next steps with you? Sure. There's lots of ways. I've got two websites, globalwellnessforall.com and bellopimo.com. And they both have Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, <laughs> you know, you name it. There is a social somewhere. Um, I'm on Facebook as well. Lale Alemzade Hancock, if you guys, oh, I, I apologize. Facebook banned me from adding new friends. It appears it only allows me to have 5,000. <laughs> I guess you no know one can be your friend after 5,000. <laughs> um, but there's also uh, Meet Lale on Facebook as well if you wanted to join me there. But all <laughs> business pages, um, you're welcome to reach out to us. And 
I have lots of different things. I have on bellapimel.com, I also have a podcast called Write Riches Talks with the Bowmans, mm -hmm. as well as I created these quickie videos, two and a half to four and a half minutes of videos to grow your business. And it's called Grow Your Business Bites. And you can go to bellopimo.com under podcasts and they'll be there to give you lots of different tools. Amazing. Thank you for that. And for all of you who, the, who are listening right now, all of those links will be available below the video for easy access for you to, you know, um, stay in touch with Lale and to check out all of the things that I'm sure you have some freebies here and there, maybe too. And Lots of freebies. Yeah. Yes, I know. I could feel it. I knew you did. So, you know, you can check out those and, and, you know, get even more from her because there's, there's so much that she has to share. And I know I wanted to go even deeper on so many of the topics that we, we started talking about. Um, but I want to leave you wanting more everyone. So <laughs> we will leave it there. Can I just add one thing though? Like a lot of these tools came from Access Consciousness and it's been one of the greatest gifts for me since I discovered it six years ago. And that's the one other place I'd like to send people is accessconsciousness.com. And there's so many videos also on YouTube. There's 176 countries where the bars is being done. So there's practitioners and facilitators all around the world with lots of different ways that they can contribute. So wherever you are, there is someone nearby. Amazing. Well, I can include that link as well for all of you. And yes, definitely. I suggest that as well. So thank you again for joining me. It was so wonderful to have you on the show. Thank you so much. This has been so much fun. Really grateful that you asked me to come on. Thank you for that. I'm so glad. Good. Well, thank you all for joining us today. It was so lovely to have you here. And I hope that you will take the next steps with Lale. And I'll see you on the next episode. Take care. Bye, everyone. Thank you for listening to The Rewire Show. Wondering if you are a highly sensitive person or an empath? Head over to ashleystamatinos.com to take the free quiz. While you're there, you can join in on the conversation with other like-minded people and discover fantastic free bonus content to support you on your transformational journey to rewire your sensitivities into strengths. See you on the next episode.